Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 48 of My Mom Sandy. We are your hosts. I am Josh Fasten, and the woman next to me is the proud owner of a brand new pre-owned 2017 Honda CRV. This is My Mom Sandy. Yeah, we shouldn't advertise that. That might be like that uh, come steal me sign, right? You think, uh, what was the guy's name? Lundquist. Do you think you think Henrik Lundquist <laughs> is listening to the podcast? You mean the guy who stole my car? I hope not. There was somebody I was just talking to that they wanted to get rid of their car because it's like not worth anything. And they're like, is there any way I could just park it in your mom's driveway with a post-it note on it and hopefully someone will take it? Only if it's like really easy to uh, break into. Just leave the door cracked? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I can't figure, I don't know if I told you that guy had a, a previous a car. A Slim Jim? No, he had a he had a conviction of a car theft in 2012 in Los Angeles, and now he's got this one in Arizona. Why are you so far away from your microphone? Because you didn't jam it up into my mouth this time around. How's that? Is that better? Yeah, it's better. Can you hear me now? Although you still do the thing where you don't like I talk directly into my mic, and you kind of side talk because I'm looking at you. Oh, I you always, do this. You do this. I always look at the person I'm talking to. You gotta stop. Oh, that's better. Yeah. Is that better? Now yeah. I just be twisted. Oh my up. God. It's like the levels are insane. Insane. My favorite is when you do this, you go, uh, I ask you a question and you go, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I mean, I think it's, it's very nice. Yes. <clears throat> so quiet. Uh, all right. So let's get into it. You are, you own a brand new pre-owned car. This is, this is, <laughs> I love that. I love that term. Brand new pre-owned. This is huge. I know. And I, it, it is huge. Big deal. It's a huge deal. It's a lot of money. And when was the last time that you bought? <laughs> 1998. 1998. Yep. And what would you buy in 98? A Honda. A Honda Accord station wagon. A, a 93 a Honda. A 93. Okay. It was pre-owned as well. All right. So, um, yeah. And it's funny because actually before we started, you were just talking to me about, so I'm moving. Right. And I don't. And I, I know we've talked about it a little bit on, on air, but it's official next Thursday. I will no longer be a resident of the My Mom Sandy Mansion. I'm out on my own. I know, but don't give up. Ladies, if you're listening, girls, I'm out on my own now. Girls. If you guys want to come over for some popcorn, maybe a little red wine. He makes really good popcorn. My popcorn is is second to none. Matter of fact. I would fuck me for my popcorn. (laughs) You're fucking weird. (laughs) That was. Just hit my pop filter. I know. Um, Must be loose. So you, it is kind of loose. What is happening with this? Oh, God. Um, yeah, well, that's exactly why. So you're spending a lot of money to move out. Well, it's not. Oh, well, I mean, you're, you know. So I'm like, I, I'm buying some new stuff. I had to get some new stuff. But it was funny because the pre-roll to this that no one will ever hear, you were just lecturing me on, well, maybe you shouldn't be getting all this stuff. You just bought a new car. I know. Do you think that I didn't go through that whole scenario that I just told but you how much in better, my mind? But how much better do you feel now that you bought a car? I feel, I okay, I feel good that I have a car you that took it drives. For, you took it for a drive. It drove up to PV. You took it today to get Ooh. to get the um, accoutrements on it. That's right. Added on. That's right. The accoutrements. Did they put a My Mom Sandy, um, ask me about my pod. Why don't you do that? Put ask me back. about my podcast. Um, I don't know. At my mom Sandy podcast. I don't think I'd say ask me about my podcast. Can, can we I'd just a, say listen to my podcast. Can we put a little sticker in like the bottom right corner of your back window that says at my mom Sandy podcast? Sure, you have it made up. I'll, I'll, I'll put it on the car. I might be able to just uh, when we get done tonight. I might be able to have that made up and shipped tomorrow. 
tomorrow. Oh, all right. Um, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, so, no, exactly. What you're saying is, yes, I did think about all that. I mean, it, it's a huge investment, you know, um, and I'm paying six, a 60-month car loan, so. A long time. I know. It's a long time. I may time. not be alive by then. Oof. But the good news is I can. it's not a lot of money and I can pay it off Yeah. Uh, whenever. And I think. Whenever I run into a small fortune, which will probably be never. And but. I think that, you know, the, the, um, what this kind of shows is that it's important, even though we're in the middle of a pandemic and even though there's things that we don't know how pieces of this are going to map out for the long term, you know, you and we've always kind of talked about this a little bit on the podcast is you can't really stop living life. You have to continue living life and you have to make the decisions and yes. the choices and the things that are going to make you happy. Yes. Because if not, then you might as well just go downstairs, turn the TV on really loud. Go to the magic drawer. Go to the magic drawer and blow your brains out, you know, <laughs> with the magic, with the ma- as we call it here, the magic wand. The magic wand. Um Yeah. Well, again, even if we hadn't had a pandemic, it would have still been... It's still a huge decision for me to make. And, you know, and I did consider all of that, you know, like, I don't, I don't fucking know. I mean, I may never work again. And we talked about this, Mm -hmm. you know, because of my age and because of my business and because of the pandemic, you know, who knows? I mean, I, I may not have a job offer for another year and a half or two years, in which case I may be using my father's old walker. <laughs> well, and I think that that's like, that's an important thing is like, who really knows when, you know, I saw some of my friends who were involved in the music industry, you know, and they're fucking, they're really hurting right now because, you know, music venues, um, management, um, all this stuff is saying, you know, this is, we're not starting this back up until sometime in 2021, maybe next summer, you know, so the people, the people that worked on the festival circuit, the people that worked on, you know, uh, tour management, uh, road you know, gigs, uh, touring, gr- you know, uh, not groups, not like the bands, but like the, you know, the helpers, the the, the team. The roadies. The road, well, yeah, all that. The production, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, and then you got to think about, you know, the fucking vendors and the people at like places like Staples Center, the Forum. Oh, I know. I mean, know? this is like, you know, that's the problem is that it doesn't just affect one group of people. There's a, you know, there's a, a trickle down effect, you know, and it, it's like the same thing with, you know, with my business, you know, and I've done this before. I went through this in 2008 when we had the the big financial meltdown. I lost a lot of clients. I, you know, I was doing really well. Business was only about three years old. And uh, <laughs> yeah, what a dilemma you've got there, Josh. Continue. Yeah, you, you could get up and walk away. I don't care. I know. You're I can talking. I can hold on the mic for just a couple You're doing seconds. Good. Keep talking. Um anyway, I I never really recovered well after that. I lost a lot of clients that, you know, in different um you know, some people that were living off of stock market investments. Well, obviously, you know, that went to hell in a handbag. Schools, I mean, corporates corporate offices that didn't feel like you know like oh we've had to lay off people so how can we have a cappuccino bar come in so i know what this is all all about but it doesn't just affect me you know all the product that i buy it affects the manufacture the sale of those products the manufacturer of those products yeah it's the whole know, it's the whole tree it's the whole chain you know yeah and i think you know you'd brought up something um you brought up something a couple weeks ago i think where you had talked about 
uh, at least I don't know if we talked about it on air, but we talked about it where you were like, you know, is it really smart to be moving out on your own right now, having to deal with not knowing what the future it's is, right? It's very uncertain. Um, and I think for me, it is, you know. That, I was just selfish. I just I don't know. want you to go. But I don't it, know what I'll do with my life. It very much is that thing where I think that, you know, it's uh, everybody's navigating this. Like exactly what you just said, right? This, this has affected every single person in some way, one way or some way, one way. Or another. Yes. And, uh, yeah. And that's, you know, that is what it is, you know. The good news is that there are some, there are some pluses like, here's a, for instance, I just cleared out three years of taxes for my mom. Boom. Look at that. Huh? And my, and our CPAs in, uh, Pasadena. Paso Robles? Pasadena. And so. Guava and be, Mango? Guava and Mango. What's Pasadena. The, Pasadena. Pasadena. It's actually Pasadini. Pasadini. Anyway, the good news is that normally I have to go, I have to drive in there with all my stuff and sit down and talk to him in his office. But today it was a friggin' phone call. I love it. Great. <laughs> so I can conduct business from the, from the comfort of my home, which reminds me, you know, that's one thing that I, I, that's kind of stuck in my mind. I heard this gal on um, TV last week talking about she lives in New York, and she said the one thing about the pandemic is that people who, she says, you know, we put up with a lot of stuff to live in New York because our jobs are there, and you know, we like that, you know, we like it, and, you know, blah, 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 but now there's a lot of violence, and there's crimes way up, and, um homelessness is way up and it's just kind of she's described it kind of as a cesspool i don't know if new york city is you know i don't know if that's true but she said that a lot of people who live in the city have moved out i've heard that as well um our friends that live in in brooklyn have said that they said they said that they feel like what they've seen is that a lot of people have gotten up packed up and left but those are only the people that those are only the people that can afford to do it but I guess what this gal was saying is what the pandemic showed us is that we don't have to live in New York City to have a job in New York City. But I, I don't even think that's just New York. I think what the pandemic has shown us is that you don't even necessarily need to go into work an office at, at an all. office yeah. at all. Yeah. You know, that, uh, you know, in talking with some of my clients over, you know, messages and stuff, you know, a lot of them have, have kind of made that point. They're like, look, we're not going back to the office potentially until next summer, maybe later, right? Wow. And what they keep saying is, I'm spending more time with my family, which then is making me happier, which then is making, you know, I'm not having to get on planes three times a week. The The work um, output that I'm doing, I'm actually getting more work done because I'm in a better mood, you know? Yeah. I'm being more productive. You know, there's been things that have been rough with... Um, I would think it would be tough to work, <clears throat> like, excuse me, like an office job at home when you have kids running around. I mean, there'd have to be some really tight boundaries. Well, you have kids now that are in virtual school, you know, so they're doing virtual school from, you know, 8 a.m. But what, is, so what are they, sitting in front of a computer yeah. and watching lessons? So who's watching them? To they're, make, in their, they're in the classroom. Who, okay, but who's watching them to make sure they're, they're doing Well, I think that? if it's like a Zoom call... You know, or like a FaceTime thing, you've got... And they can see everybody? Yeah. Oh. You know, everyone has to kind of be there. Can you do a Zoom call with like 20, yeah. 20 kids? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, sure can. Sure can. Wow. Crazy times. I know, I love that one commercial where it says, the new inside is curbside. 
The new inside <laughs> is curbside. All right. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know when we're going to be eating. You know, it's funny because I picked up food uh, from somewhere yesterday and, and um, I was with my friend Peter and we ate outside. They had like a little outside dining area. But yes. it's funny because you, you, you're inside and you're like, there's no one in here. Like, and you could easily put people at like, if, if a place has 10 tables, you could sit people at three different tables yeah. and still have it be incredibly spaced out, yeah. you know? Um, I heard, by the way, that Eric Garcetti was thinking of keeping that no no eating indoors till the end of the year. Or is either Eric Garcetti or, or Newsom, Governor Gruesome Newsom. Oh, I mean, I, I, I would imagine... So uh, at least till the end of the year, yeah. no eating. I mean, so what do we do in the rainy season... With restaurants, I mean, it's so friggin' crazy. I mean, look, there's a lot of restaurants that you've seen that have gone out of business. There's a lot that are going to continue to go out of business because they're not going to be able to um, provide. You know, they're not doing the business that's needed to provide the hours and the and the stuff for their staff. You know, yeah. not only that, but I mean, look, every single fucking restaurant that you drive by, most of them has have to, they've had to like build some sort of like outdoor fort now. I know. And how I, much and does that, that shit cost? And on top of that, what you know, how I mean, in my mind it's like, okay, so you're outdoors, you're not spreading the COVID germ, but I mean, you're in a fucking parking lot. You're eating on concrete where dogs have pissed and well, look, that's like the people whole, have pissed and that's the whole if you live argument. in San Francisco, they've shit on it. So that's the whole argument with hair salons, you know, with Newsom coming out and saying, Well look these hair salons can go back to work. They just have to work outside. And it's like, look, this goes against every fucking health code and violation that we've learned on how to keep us and the clients safe. Yeah. You put us outside. It's fucking 90 degrees. It's hot. You're fucking sweating. <laughs> now now you're dealing with like sweat from the client, <laughs> your own sweat. Could it be passed? You know? Could COVID be passed by sweat? I mean, it seems like sweat in somebody's seems like eyes. COVID can be passed by every fucking thing else. What I just read about urinals that if you flush a urinal and there's oh, COVID that, pee pee, yeah, they've the, said that the the pee pee particles go up and is then you, it, you snort them and then you're you're fu- you have COVID. Okay, is it in the pee pee or is it in the poo poo? It's probably in both. Because I heard it was the poop. I thought it was the oh, in well, the poop. Because well, I'd heard urinals specifically, and you can't poop in a well, urinal. I mean, I us, guess you can us poop women don't want. have urinals, so you guys are safe. Yeah, except we have toilets that we pee in, but we they don't. None of them have fucking lids on them. Well, right, that's the same with a urinal. There's no. I it's, know it's a wall mount. I know. So I know. I know what that. I know what a urinal is. I have seen them. I just haven't used. You one. know, when I was in like, th- I don't know, second grade or third grade, I was so like scared i i would have like the worst stage fright of like peeing in a urinal because there's uh, like people on both sides of you yeah, and then i remember know. even like going to like dot like a uh, dodger games I don't or know, something. why is that acceptable it's fucking so weird that men could like whip it out and just so pee bizarre. in front of each other i mean i don't know why i mean just because you can do it i mean look i remember dad taking me to dodger games when i was like young and and it wasn't even fucking urinals it was a trough it was a pee-pee trough and I just, I, I just remember, th- I was like, "This is so fucking wrong." And did they have horses that come no. and drink well, out I of mean, it when you're dead? <laughs> when I was that little, all the fucking the dick, I'm like, the dicks are like eye level for me. <laughs> so I'm sitting there, and I was like, you know, I'm fucking whatever, aye, you know, aye. eight. Yeah, I don't understand how that even ever got created. Six. I mean, and I'm, and I'm like, just looking next to me, and I'm just seeing fucking elephant, elephant. Trunks. I mean, if I was a guy, I would not want to whip it out in front of a bunch of other guys and pee. I just. A lot of pressure. 
I know, you exactly. Know? A lot of fucking pressure. I mean, I want a door. I want some privacy, for God's sakes. It's, it's, it's a personal thing. It's not something I share with people. I remember being in, like, third grade and, and using, maybe second grade, and using the stall yeah. to go pee. Yeah. I was like, I'm not. Uh, yeah. And I remember, like, closing the door, and I, like, and I think I also used to pull everything down. <laughs> I don't know. you like, I think, me? like. My, I would pull my, my, my jeans, you know, and my just like dad, whitey, tidy whities you know, and I'd pull those all down, at yeah. least to my knees, yeah. you know, so I'm just bare butt, you know, just peeing. And I remember like an upperclassman came in and like the minute I closed the door and I had my drawers and everything down and it was this bare butt cheeks, he was Excuse like, me. you don't go pee in here, you go pee over there. And he like pointed to the urinals and I was just like, well, th- this is clearly inappropriate i just <laughs> i just need to go i'm just going you know i like, just want to pee at privacy please so i remember like kind of like hobbling my my drawers back up and like hobbling out to the urinal and then like seeing every that not everyone is like drawers down to their knees it's just kind of you just pull the your member out you yeah. know it's kind of like showering and pe you know it's the same kind of no, thing not a fucking chance yeah, I know. I mean, I don't know who showers in PE. I don't. I didn't even in high school. I didn't even do when we had. Uh, you didn't even swim. Yeah, we had like, oh, come in your board shorts, and I was like, not a fucking chance. Well, you didn't you you didn't you take swimming like first thing in the morning? So you could, I had PE in the morning, so and you, swimming was a part of that. Yeah, so you could go in with your bathing suit on, and then I don't know what the hell you did when you, it was. I didn't, but I didn't even do it. I never wore my bathing. I I never went swimming. You never went swimming. Never fucking went swimming in high school. Cause I was like, cause like my friends were like, we're not fucking going swimming, and I was just like, well, I'm not going swimming. And like, and it's fu- and you're like, it's such a weird age too. Like, girls are starting to have boobs, yeah. right? So then, like, as a you know a fucking junior, you're what 16, 17 maybe. You're like kind of like perving out on these girls because you're just like, oh, look, someone's got boobs. Starting to have boobs. They have boobs. And then, and then you, me, I'm like a stick and I'm like pale. I'm like see through. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get in the pool. <laughs> and I was never really. Oh, was like, it co ed PE? Oh, yeah. Oh, it wasn't even no. just boys only? No. Oh, that sucks. So, what kind of bathing suits did the girls wear? They all wear their bikinis? And I, shit? Re- I remember. I mean, it wasn't like how it is now, but I remember not a lot of people did the swimming. Like, I remember <laughs> there was a lot of us in the stands. Yeah. Not a lot of people in the pool. And even then, like, well, I don't what, I mean, how did, like, you, how did you pass PE without doing the swimming? I think I just took zeros for those days and I made it up and how fit I was and all the other activities. And your badminton. I did. I took badminton. I know great. You did. It was a blast. I know. You, but I, but, you got an award for it. And I don't even know if everyone like, it was like, oh, get in the pool and. Oh, everyone get in the pool and like, oh, here's a here's the ball to like pass to each other. And here's the giant donut that you get to sit what in. What like, did they do? I think it was like swim laps. And I was like, this is miserable. Well, that well that makes sense. Swim laps. I mean. Then you get out and they're like, all right, guys, go to your locker room and all shower with each other. I don't, nope, yeah, I'm good. I don't think, I don't remember swimming in high school. I don't even know if we had a. A few years difference between pool. us, huh? Yeah, just a few. I don't think we, I don't know if we had a pool. I mean, there was a water polo team. Yeah, we had that. That's what they used the pool for. And swim meets. And there must have been a swim. I don't know. I was uh, I was doing drugs in high school. Yeah, I was not. I remember it all. And I was like, I'm not getting in that pool. Not a chance. <laughs> yeah, well. Not a fucking chance. Yeah, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to do that either. So anyway, back to whatever we were talking about. Where were we? I saw we... a interesting statistic. Yeah. And and I double and I wanted to double check it. I looked it up on my phone before we started. I wanted to see if it was actually true. 
Do you have any idea how many people died from tuberculosis? Now, I'm not saying this. I'm not. I'm not coming in hot as like an anti-masker, uh, right? I'm not coming in as like a conspiracy theorist about the COVID. I'm just presenting a fact, and you can look this up on the Google. Do you have any idea how many people died in 2019 from tuberculosis? No. You mean worldwide? I think. Maybe U.S. I don't know. Could be worldwide. I didn't look that. St- I just, I said deaths. It's not per- It's not a prevalent disease in the United States, is it? I don't know. Are you sure we're talking about tuberculosis? T- TB, for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's my phone. I know. My, my phone's downstairs. It's charging. Oh. Um, all right. So do you have any idea what the number is? No, I don't. Take, what, take a guess. I have no idea. As many as have we've lost from COVID, I'm sure. I mean, there's a lot of shit that, you know, people die from that. I mean, come on. I think that the COVID thing was way overblown. The lockdown. And I will say this, that you know that there are people out there that are still pushing for more lockdowns. Mm. All right, so this is from, I guess, the World Health Organization. Oh, well, I trust them. 10 million people fell ill from TB. 1.5 million died in okay, 2019. That's worldwide. Yes. Yeah. Um, and how many people have died from COVID worldwide? Hold on. Give me a second. I'll tell you right now. He types fast, folks. I do. Thumbs. All, I'm all thumbs. He's all thumbs. I, know, um, I don't know how you can do that. I'm all pointer finger. Pointy finger. How do I get uh, COVID deaths? What am I doing? Worldwide? Worldwide, yes. Worldwide. 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 So remember that. 1.5 mil on the TV. How many did they say were infected by it? 10 million? Mm, deaths. Eight, 814,000. Worldwide? Mm-hmm. That's it? Well, we've had, I mean, in, look, in all fairness, we've had 23.7 million cases of COVID. I mean, so it's... That's hardly, I mean, that's not even a million. You sound like, <laughs> sounds like a... Sh- oh, we didn't even hit a million. <laughs> what? God, we got to have some more deaths here. I what mean, is going on? What the hell? Jesus. Maybe during the month of Rodmondon. Rod Rodmondon. <laughs> We'll, well, we'll get some more cases. No, I mean, that's like, I mean, I know. That's look, I'm, look, I'm, not, I'm not saying it. I'm not presenting it as any. I'm just, I think it's an interesting fact that. There are a lot of diseases out there. I mean, I'm sure if we look back at, you know, some of the really bad flu seasons, we're going to see the same type of statistics, whereby it what makes you wonder, why have we shut everything down? Look, I I got to I got to imagine that it's the just to still go through all this. Well, no, I think it's I got to imagine it's the idea that this is so, that this is unknown, right? That they don't know what the fuck this is. They don't know. I mean, in the beginning, right? How fucked up was it in the beginning? Where it's like, don't wear masks. We're fine. Wear masks. Spray your groceries. No, no, don't spray your groceries. Oh, asymptomatic people can't. They can't transmit it. <laughs> just kidding. They can. They really can. <laughs> We're just kidding. We're just no, but they can't. But it's not. Well, we we don't think still it's don't. We still don't know. I, I read that there was somebody... Protests? Was, People aren't getting it from protests. Oh, family no. gatherings. Family gatherings. Family gatherings. That's oh, what well, actually, actually, we think... Protests, people, They might maybe. be getting it from the protests. Yeah, maybe. But, you know, but not the rioting and the looting, just the protests. Um, yeah. I read an article the other day that said... Um, 
I don't know if it's the first case of reinfection. It's like, oh fuck, here we go again. Now what? Well, look. I mean, if we can all if we can all get it and then get it again and again and again and again, it's like we're fucking doomed. Well, look to go back down to the thing you were talking about towards the end of the year. I think that these months, these coming months, are going to be are going to be the the most. It's going to be a tipping point one way or the other, right? Right now, how will we know if it's COVID or flu? <laughs> well, right. So, but what I'm saying is, like, right now, numbers are coming down. Like, you're seeing um, counties being taken off the watch list. You are seeing numbers coming down. Oh, they started an orange school in Orange County, right? So, and we're doing that. By the way, this podcast is a day late. It'll come up on. Yeah, sorry. What we, is today? Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. Yeah. So it'll come up Tuesday night. You guys will have it by Wednesday morning. Listen, love it, leave it, <laughs> do whatever, lose it. Really? Um, but as of today, what, and it's what, August uh, 26th, numbers are going down, cases are going down, hospitalizations are going down, hospital beds are coming up, ventilators are coming up, ICUs are coming up. Um, I mean coming up. Like there's more available. Oh. I'm coming up. I know. I mean, you're making it sound like coming up like it's like the... Hospital beds are, you know, more are being used. They're raising from the dead. <laughs> the hospital beds are coming alive. It's kind of like poltergeist, you know. Um, but I think that these the next exorcist. few months are going to be very pivotal. I think that what you're going to see is if cases continue to come down and we get a mild flu, then I think that by the holidays we're going to see somewhat of a normal <laughs> holiday season. I mean, not. I take that back. No, it's not going to be normal. It's not, not going to be, be normal. normal. But it's going to be we're going to be in a far more relaxed environment than we are now. However, if we start opening things, numbers start skyrocketing again, people are getting careless. Um, I think that you're very well, and, and we get a, you know, we get a strong strain of the flu. Isn't it fucked up that we know each year, the months that the flu is going to come, but we're just like, Oh, we can't stop it. Well, and even worse than that, they predict the strains of the flu that are going to be prevalent for that particular flu season. And oftentimes they're just totally wrong. So, you know, our medical experts aren't necessarily experts, are it's they? It's so weird. Very I strange. I, we can't stop it. That's right. I know. But so. Well, maybe if we all wore masks all the time, we Well, and we I, I look, I think we're going to be in masks for well into next year. I hate them. Yeah, I don't like them either. I mean, I, you know, in negotiating my car, I spent several hours at Scott Robinson Honda. And the mask thing was like annoying as all get out. Yeah, I just saw two of my friends who I've seen. One who I've seen um, very regularly and the other who I've seen kind of off and on. And uh, the one that I've seen off and on is very careful. Him and his wife, very strict about masks in, you know, group settings or whatever. But it's funny because we were outside. We had an adult beverage. We were eating some chips. But it's so funny to, to – I mean, there was a moment where it's like, you know, you, you slide your mask onto your chin. You eat a chip. You put the mask back up. You put the Seriously? mask back down. That's you have a you doing? have a sip of your drink. You put the mask back up, and then like you know, then you kind of forget, and you take the mask off, and you're talking, and you're eating your chip, and you're taking your sip, and then you're you're taking your sip, and you're eating your chip. Taking your sip and eating your chip. Perfect. You've heard the song, and then you're like talking, and you just kind of like forget, and then you know one person will like he'll put his mask back on, and then you're like, oh, I should probably put my, and then you put your mask back on. My what I've learned too is the bottom half of my face gets very sweaty. 
I, I run hot anyways, but when I the mask like it gets very very sweaty. Is that be the cloth and the paper ones, or just, just the, the? I mean, I've been just doing the paper ones, but it happens with both. Um, Where do you get the paper ones? I, I I have a place. You have a connection. I've got a connection. It's like fifty for like. Where's 90. my four oh nine connection? I don't know. I don't know if she. Come on, Bonnie. Maybe she didn't. Maybe she was. Maybe that was all. Maybe of, that was just. Maybe she was. She just wanted around. to get on the show. Yeah, she just wanted a shout out. All right, buddy, you got your shout out. All right, good. We, we want our 409 good, now. Good trick. I've got 409. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Um, if you don't have it, don't worry about it. I mean, we certainly would love it, but. So, look, I, I think it's going to be very interesting going into these next these next few months. To, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see how the rest of the year plays out. You know? I know. I still, I you know, I don't know. You know, I, <laughs> I mean, just life's just fucked up. It's just not fun doing this. It's not fun just having all the restrictions, you know? Like, I, you know, like, I, I have to fucking pack when I leave the house. I got to make sure I have gloves and, you know, and the mask and uh, I'm just wearing that stupid mask, you know, all the time. And I, and I find it's hard to understand people when they're talking through them. And you certainly never know, you never know if somebody's smiling or if they're no. sticking their tongue out at no. you for There's a lot sex. of, there's a lot of, Excuse me? What was that? I said, I, you don't know. One more time? I said you don't know if they're smiling no, I know. At you or sticking their but tongue out. What I'm saying is that there's a lot of the... Oh. Excuse me? Yeah. What were you saying? Yeah. Well, I can't... Well, oh. Could you pull the mask out of your mouth, please? Ay, ay, ay. Um, all right. So we are essentially kind of halfway into this. Um, we're, we're hitting the 30-minute mark. I was going to say I've got two topics, but you had to pick one because we can't. We don't have the time to talk about it. Do you have things written down? Do you have notes? Seems yes. like you have a lot of notes. Yes. All right. Well, I'm going to give you. But okay. it's all what, like kind of what we talked about the other night when we ragged on the state of California. All right. So here, so here's the options. Okay. We can talk. We can go behind whatever's behind door number one, which is your notes. Yeah. I can't see them from yeah. here. Okay. We can talk about the heat wave. It's been very fucking hot. Oh, so that's interesting. So what are we going to say? Oh, it's been hot. By the way. By the way, it's been hot. For anyone who doesn't, who listens, who doesn't live in California, it's been hot. But it's or, probably been hot everywhere. But go ahead. Or we can talk about the um, what's going on with the the unemployment and the federal money. Um. Sure. And you're back to the thing where you don't talk into your mic. You sure. No. 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 I wasn't. I was looking at you again. God. She, Slap that, my face. that wasn't even the sound effect. Ow, that you, hurt. Yeah, that was I gotta good. give myself a bruise. That was, I mean, the, that was impressive. I can like call the police tomorrow and say my son slapped me. Oh, that's that's good. elder abuse. I don't want him to move out. I'm gonna have him arrested. That's right. I'm He's, gonna have him. Arre- I'm gonna put him on house arrest. So uh, your pick. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> uh, well, you know, I'd like to talk about the federal money because I I think that we should probably vote everybody in Congress out. Out, out, out. So here's an interesting thing about the federal money, and hear me out, because I don't, I, I think that they've completely fucked up this whole situation. I think that they've completely fucked up the idea of, hey, everyone, don't worry about it. We've got your back. We're going to take care of this. Everybody's fucking panicked. Are you, uh, do you want some ice? No. You really, you really did it. Well, I wanted to make it sound, I should have just should done that. You your hands. Really, that even sounds oh. worse, huh? Ooh, oh, that's ouch. a good one, yeah. That was a hand clap. Ow, yeah. ow, ow, okay. stop hitting me, John. <laughs> right. Cut it out. I'm not hitting her. <laughs> not doing that. He is. Um, ouch. Okay. Ooh, See, ow. people are going to hate me. Um, and I think that we've gotten to this point where it's almost like the government's just like, we just don't really care. We don't really care that much. 
A, B, I heard, so I was talking to someone and they said, is it possible that the government is holding off to see if people will go back to work? You know, before they, before they come back and say, here, look, here's an extra 300, 400, whatever it is a week on your unemployment. Are they kind of trying, what is it like when you, uh, you like starve someone out, right? And then you see if they, you're like, oh, fuck, you got to go back to work, you know? Um, well, that's an interesting concept. I don't know that that's true, but I will say this. There's no, doesn't seem to be any urgency to our members of Congress, both in the House or the Senate, because they fucking get paid no matter what. Right, 100%. And I think that that was something me and you talked about the other night, not on the air. But was that it's yeah, I mean, they don't the, it's, the, politi- it's, the rich politicians have never had to worry about what health care is going to look like. Really, if you what, had, if what's they, their salary going to look like? Are they you know, or can they afford rent this month? Will like, they ever be laid off or for right? Or, no, right. No, no, no. Never had to worry about that, which I think is fucked. And I think that it's a situation where, you know, and even if, you you know, and they get excellent retirement benefits. Well, I was going to say, like once they're done, it's they like, leave rich. Right. I mean, they go in with nothing and they leave Congress or the Senate. You know, wealthy, wealthy people. Go figure. How does that happen? It's. I mean, I just. You know, I think that you're right. Insider I think that if it trading, had something to do with, oh with them, if they had to, if they had to be like, well, fuck, we didn't get paid for this month, or they were like, hey, look, we're gonna, you know, we're not gonna take our payment until we figure this out. Great. But it's like you're right. Like they're on va- fucking vacation. They went on vacation. Yeah, they're on vacation. You, know, you have and millions of Americans out of so work. So wait. So what? The executive order that Trump signed. Is there any action on that, or can there be? Because I know, so the I House don't know what any of that. I know the executive order he signed, which was basically, you know, for California it was supposed to be an extra three hundred dollars plus another hundred dollars from the state. And then Newsom come out and said, "We don't have the extra hundred dollars for everybody. That's going to cost us some fucking ridiculous amount of money." No, that's because we're gonna. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna say. Okay, it. <clears throat> but I'll, I mean, but I would have gladly taken the extra three hundred. You know, I mean, salons are still closed. I can't work, so. You know, I'm I'm trying to get to a point where I'm like, all right, look, you still have millions of Americans out of work. You still have millions of Americans that are not going to be able to pay and their bills. And you guys go on vacation. And you guys go on vacation. So go ahead, go what, on. What is the game plan here? Because it seems like they just don't fucking care. And look, maybe it is that thing. Maybe the, there is this giant thing where they're like, look, let's fucking see if Americans go back to work. Let's see how many of them. That, well, you I know. I think that un- unfortunately, I think that politics is playing, is rearing its ugly head here. And, and the reason I say that is I think that the Republicans probably would rather see the economy open up. They would probably rather see people go back to work. And they, and in general, the Republicans do not believe in big government. They do not want people living off the government. That's not, you know, they, they want people to go out and, you know, fend for themselves, earn their livings, work, you know, that's their principles. The Democrats, on the other hand, like it when you're on public assistance because it grows the government. The government then gets bigger. They have more control over you, you know. Um, but on top of that, I think that when the Democrats in the House make a proposal, which was like $600 a, an extra, extra 600 a week, and this and that, and this is going to last for this long. And, and now we want to also add in our little, our, our, you know, our, 
our funding for this and our funding for that and our funding for this. And I, and I think they ask for way more than they know they're going to get with the idea that if the Republicans say, uh, uh-uh, we're not buying it, we're not doing it, then they can say, okay, you guys didn't get your unemployment because the Republicans wouldn't agree. So, you know, I think that politics is playing a huge role in all of this. On top of that, the worst part is that it's an election year. So every party wants to win points and favors. Yeah, I mean, look, we talked about this on a past episode where it was like, Sorry. you know, the whole the whole the whole pandemic became political. You know, the whole yeah, fucking thing crazy. became political. And it's like, look, let what happened to, you know, let's let's get everyone healthy. You know, let's look out for everyone. Let's make sure everyone has a roof over their head and food on their table. And let's get everyone better so that we can get back to some sort of, you know, I don't think we're going to ever go back to the normal that we had, but let's get everything back to some sort of normal, you know, to where people are able to go out to eat, people are able to go on dates, people are able to see sporting events and concerts. Go on vacation. Go on vacation. You Go know, like, back to the casino. Let's get back to that, you know, but instead it was just like, well, look, the Republicans say this, the Democrats say that, we don't like this, we don't like that, this isn't going to work, this isn't going to be this, this, you know, and it's just like, what a fucking mess. It's a mess. It's a fucking mess. And you're right. At the, the bottom line it comes down to is that these politicians have never, whether they're Republican or Democrat, they've never had to fucking sit there and go, where's my next meal going to come from? How am I going to pay rent this month? You know? Yeah, there was a... How am I going to put gas in there, my car? There was a... Um, there was a s- senator. I think he was a senator. I don't know who he is, but I'm sure we could Google it and find out. But he was in the Senate for years and years and years and when he got out he opened up a business and his business went belly up after two or three years and what he said was i wish that i had opened my business before i worked in the senate because i would not have passed the bills that i passed because he had no experience in business before that and i think that that's really an important thing when you're talking about a career in politics, you, you know, you, you don't have to worry about money. You don't have to, you don't even have to have to know how it works. You know, you get your paycheck. Yeah. I mean, look, I saw, and that's it. I saw this great, You're good. this great thing the other day it was like this statistic that said, you know, the average, you know, the president, I think Trump is 74. I don't know, 72, 73, 70, whatever. Uh, Biden, who's running against him is 77. Uh, it's, is he that old? I think he's seventy-seven. It said hey. it said all the uh, all the you know the average age of of people that hold a, a seat in the Congress, Congress. or whatever. Yeah. I think it's like sixty-five or sixty-seven. Ugh. And then it, and then it talks about you know the age of the average American is thirty-seven. Yeah. And it's like, look, this is the disconnect. This is the problem. Is that is someone who's thirty-seven who who is an average American. You know, or whatever. Well, it's not. It's not just the age, though, Josh. But it's you're in a different o- place at 37 than you are at 77. Yes, you are. But you're awesome. And but if you're under- 77 and you've been in but politics, but at 37, for- I know. But at 37, you're not being taken care of. At 77, if you've been in politics all your fucking life, then you really haven't had to work for a living. But that's what I'm saying. Is yeah. that there's a huge difference between someone who's 77 who's been in politics for the last 40 years, yeah. and someone who's 37 who's on their like, you know, who's, who's had a career for whatever 15 years you know went to went to college went to business school you know went to grad school whatever it is comes out gets a job starts their career and now they're fucking you know sometime in there somewhere in their 30s or maybe even early 40s and they're trying to figure out fuck how do i make a buck 
you know yeah. and that's a that's a huge go into politics huge fucking disconnect. i wish look i wish i could go back i would have been a great speaker you can go back to what you can listen you're 37 you got to I'm your 60s 30, i'm 38 actually you're 38 that's right you but, got you hey, got thanks. you have to your 66 to, to get into congress don't i gotta don't i gotta go to college do i gotta finish no, college i don't think so all right let's do it you just I don't know. I don't what do think, I gotta? How do I start this? You gotta have a campaign. You gotta. You wanna be a, my campaign manager? I will. Didn't we talk about this in a past episode? I was gonna run for governor of California. I think you need to start smaller than that. Okay. Probably like an assembly like member, a rec leader or, at, a, at at a park. Yeah, a rec leader at a park. Is that an elected official? I don't or know. Is that appointed? Start somewhere. So <laughs> maybe like like head of the library. There you go. If they ever open up again, I'm just like so. I'm here. I'm head. I'm head. Head of the library. Head of the library. Excuse, uh, excuse me. Is that? Did you just grab two books? You're gonna want to put one of those back. You're gonna need to put one of those back. Do you? But you, you don't have your library card today. Everyone gets a book. Everyone go <laughs> pick a book out. You get a book, and you get a book, and everyone gets a book. Everybody gets a book. Um, yeah, but the interesting part is that the house could come back into session to take care of the. And I'm gonna put this in quotes. Postal crisis. Because all of a sudden, the post office is in crisis. I don't know if you know anything about the post office, but they've been in the red for, like, years. I think that it is very fishy when our president says that he's... Picking up the post, the, the mailboxes off the street? He's cutting funding <clears throat> to the post office to... Uh, but I think that happened. That's already happened. I don't think that's something that's new. I think that that's already look, happened. I think that there's a postal problem. On top I of that, I think we need to we need to fix. Look, I'm I'm for you, a, I'm for a let's fix everything. You're not going to fix the postal problem. The postal problem has been in effect for fucking years. I can tell you of incidences where I have lost mail. Mail has never gotten to where it was supposed to go. I've had to stop payment on checks. I don't trust the postal service to deliver anything, much less. A voter ballot, for God's sakes. Oh, we'll just take this big pile of ballots right here. Like, we know what they are. That, you, you know, the post, the mailbox that's across the street now, when you said, oh, you can't use it? Mm-hmm. And you know how it has a little slit in it? Oh, yeah, it? you just have to stick it yeah, in. Yeah, and you know why they do, you know why they replaced it? They took the old one, which I guess they're not supposed to take anything off the street that's a post box, mailbox. They put the new one in. Do you know why they put the new one in? Because people were stealing mail out of the old ones, oh, you could you could you could put a string in there with, with like sticky the... tape or something, and yes, listen, I've had I've had mail stolen from I've I've taken it to the post office, put it inside the post office, and it's been stolen, and it's been and the checks been taken, and the checks been yeah. whitewashed. Yeah. So I, I things get look. <clears throat> You know, this is why, but this is the problem is that this is why the post office is in the red because they're not, and they never have been dependable. They're not dependable. And that's why people choose now to use FedEx and UPS and all the other methods of shipping instead of the U.S. Postal Service. Because yeah. they're much more reliable, for God's sakes. I don't mail anything of importance unless I send it certified with a tracking number or return receipt requested. I mean, I can't, you know, I, like I got to go mail my mom's three years of income taxes. I can't just 
dump it in the in, in the mailbox and expect it to get there. I got to protect myself. You Fingers know? crossed. I, I know exactly. Fuck. I, I send in a life insurance premium every quarterly, which, by the way, you and your sister will have to split the money when I die. But at any rate, I send it. The only way I can pay it is to send a check. There's no, I can't do it online. I can't do it over the phone. So the only way I can do it is by check through the U.S. mail. And I swear to God, every time I send it, I have to keep checking my bank account to make sure that it's been received because you only get 30 day grace period and then they cancel your policy. So, um, and there was a time, I think, when it didn't get there, it got lost. So I, you know, I Maybe just, you address the envelope wrong. It was a pre-printed envelope. Maybe it was. Maybe it had the wrong, maybe they the did wrong it wrong. Info on it. That's right. All right. Well, look. I you know for me, I'm just sitting here being like, look, let's just fix all the problems. And on top of that, here's the deal. And we talked. We talked about our our things that came in the mail, right? From LA County. Like, if you don't live at this house, fill this out and send it back to us. And if you do live at this house, you don't have to take any action whatsoever. Oh, um, that's ridiculous. I hope Look, that maybe the, that's I for people that, who are getting their mail forwarded, who just moved, and then it's this thing, and then it's like, oh, here this got forwarded to you. If you don't live at this address, and they fill out the new address, in the case of you can't do that. You can't fill it out for somebody. No, what I'm saying is that if you were to move, right? Like I'm moving, yeah, right. And if I had my mail being forwarded to my new address, right, I would have one that said it came here. But then it would have the forwarded from the post office. No, and then I don't, it would say, no, no, I don't. If you don't live at this address, and then I would, I would write in, I would fill in my new address. But only if you got it. If you didn't live at this address, technically, you wouldn't get the mail to fill it in. Unless it got forwarded to my new address. I don't think they forward those things. Right, well. And if they do forward it, why would they forward it to your new address when it asks you if you live at this address. I mean, look, I get tons of stuff in the mail all, all the time that says report an address change on the back. And it's like, well, you sent it to me here. What do you mean? <laughs> report an address change. Well, no, they don't forward mail. Are they? <clears throat> well, they do forward mail. But what? Ha- apparently what happens, and I only know this because, you know, we did a, a change of address when we moved my mom out. But, um, like, you don't have to notify the companies anymore. Like, the post office notifies them. So it's like, tired are you? A little sleepy. I haven't been sleeping very well because it's been hotter than balls. Last night I slept horizontal at the bottom of the bed with the fan pointed up in my face. Why didn't you put it on? I told you. To get, like a, a brick? A, a stick? A stick brick? No, you get two of your stools and you... And stools you, are gone, by the way. You took them all over? Yeah. All right. Well, there's two stools right there. You could take those. Perfect. All right, are we done? <laughs> I mean, we're talking about like like house furniture and fans now. Um, well, whatever's, I'm I gotta, whatever's pertinent. Yeah. Okay, so did we have anything else we want to talk about? I don't know where we were. We we're talking about Fed money and politics, and that, that went into the post office. Oh, yeah. Well, all I can say is they better have polling places set up because I am not going to vote by mail. And you'll go to the poll I think with me. I think you're out of your fucking mind. I think there's no way that we're going to see polling polling places. Why? We get to go to the fucking grocery store six feet apart. You got a mask on. What's the big deal? It's not going to happen. Because not everyone's, not everyone's touching the same bag of fucking Lucky Charms. 
I don't want to touch a fucking a screen. I just put a glove on. What's the problem? Well, now you got to hand out gloves to everybody. Okay. Mm. What do you think? What do you think the cost of handing out a glove to everybody might be the same as the cost of mailing all this crap to you? I don't want to do it. I don't want to. I think it's unsafe. Right, Spreading well. COVID. Oh. And then you're and then you're taking a polling place at a school, and the kids are in school. And then now you've got double. The kids COVID. are not in school. That's the thing. Then they won't be. They won't be back in school. Oh, you did hear about the meteor that's going to hit. Earth. Oh yeah, but they said I read a whole thing about it because I was concerned. But they said that it's very small, and there's. I heard no, it was huge. Oh no, the thing I said, Stop the one it. that's going to hit November second. Yeah. Yeah. Though I read a report um, that said it's. That it's the it's very it's very tiny, and we that, may not be voting at all. But go ahead. And that when it hits the Earth, that it's, it's, it's going to burn up. It's going to burn up. There's no way it's going to. It's going to. But the last one that came hit in Russia, and I guess it like killed some people and shit. No, well, hopefully it's not coming to Redondo. Russia, Redondo. What's the difference? Rodmadon. And we just want to wish everyone a happy Rodmadon. Well, it? It, it hasn't started oh, yet. Not yet. Sorry, September first, right? Is it? Did you just make that up? Didn't we say the month of September? Oh, I don't know. Is it was Rodmadon month? Should we call Rodman Don right now? <laughs> call him. Then how pissed would he be? Twelve twenty four. His wife would be even more pissed. Hey Rodman. She'd be like, I don't care how much you like that My Bob Sandy podcast. Fuck them. Rodman, are you awake? <laughs> Buddy, we're doing the podcast. We're gonna teach you to Come on with us live. Buddy, talk about Rodman Don. <laughs> okay, you're gonna be on in three, two, one, go. Do you think people could really hear you? Oh, I I've got sound waves. I've yeah. got yeah. Oh, okay. I can hear. I've got the head. I've got the. I'm I'm hearing. All right. So I'm when monitoring. so when you move out, we're still gonna do the podcast. Is that right? For Rodman, Don, <laughs> Don Rodman, famous basketball player. <laughs> Maybe that's what they'll name their their firstborn son, Donald Rodman. <laughs> you can't name him Donald. Name him Don. Don Rodman. <laughs> Don Rodman. Or, or Rod Rod Donman. <laughs> Rod Donman. That's weird. You really like that one. You're really proud of that. Rod Donman. Okay. All right. Rod Donman. Are we okay? Are Rodman we Don. Rodman. Rodman Don. Don. Don Rodman. Don Donnie Rodman. Okay. Stop. Don Ron Ronman. Don Ron Ronman. Ramen. Don Ramen Rodman. <laughs> Ramen Ramen. Ramen Rodman. Ramen Ro- That's like Rock and Robin. Ramen Rodman. <laughs> okay. I tweet. Tweet a tweet. Ramen Rodman. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So, um, yes, we can keep doing the podcast unless Rodman just wants to come here and listen to us talk for. Every, <laughs> we could do that. We every just have <laughs> Monday night, Tuesday morning. We'd have to get Brian in, though. Cousin Brian. Cousin Brian. Yeah. Cousin Brian's a fucking. He's a he's a real ball buster. When we don't put an episode up for a couple of weeks, yeah. he's on that. He's quick, quick on the text going. Where's, so where's the fucking episode? Really, where is it? Uh, yeah, didn't he say he was taking the month of September off? Cousin Brian? Yeah. Oh, he was taking it off for Rodman Don. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody <laughs> should. Time to buy. Time to buy houses. Really? There you go. All right. And by the way, just so you know, Rodman Rodman Don is a real estate agent, and that's what the holiday is all about. He's buying houses from but, Don Rodman. That's right. Or Rodman Don. And his father, Amir Madan. Amir Madan. <laughs> okay. 
All right, you got to listen to the last episode. If you didn't listen to the last episode, yeah. this is going to be meaningless to you. If you if you if you haven't listened to episode forty seven, there's no reason why you should be at episode forty eight. That's right. You got to do it in order, otherwise you will never know what guavai is all about, or mangai, or mangai, mango, mangas, mango and guavai. A couple mangas and guavais. Yeah. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you guys want to find us, you guys can get us on Instagram at my mom Sandy Podcast. You guys can email us if you'd like to talk to us. Uh, my mom sandy podcast at gmail.com and if you guys want to call us my mom's cell phone number is 310 <laughs> no don't I'm you just dare. kidding uh, um, but we would like to do something special stop by the house and check out my new car yeah just don't, don't steal it don't take it we would like to do something special for episode 50 um, I know that it's weird times and obviously since March we've seen numbers on podcasts go down I, I used to listen to podcasts religiously and I don't think I've really even listened to a podcast probably since April. Why was the, you know? It, I mean, it is because were you listening to him in the car? Is that what? Yeah. It was? Oh, okay. I was listening to him in the car. That I must be. It, I think though. I was also going more. You know, I, mean, I was doing things. Yeah. Because you know? I think your friend Peter said he was. You know, he doesn't go into work anymore either, so yeah. he doesn't listen to him. But yeah. you know, like my friend Maxine, I think she upped her listening. Is she listening to my mom Sandy though, or my mental mess? I. Probably my mental mess. Thanks, Maxine. Um, but yeah, we'll you know we'll keep doing them as long as people are listening. Um, and we would like to do something special for episode fifty. Uh, we'd love to maybe do like a call-in thing, or we could call you. We usually do the podcast late at night, so in two weeks, don't be surprised if we start getting shooting off some phone calls at midnight or twelve thirty, and seeing if you guys are awake. So and, there you go. And if you think we don't have your number, you're wrong. We do. We do. We have it. Everybody who listens to us, we know. We know. We know you. <laughs> we know who you are. Talking to we you. Have, we have special ways of finding out. Talking to you, Cousin Brian and Rodman Don. <laughs> that's, um, that's our two listeners. That's it. That's all we got. <clears throat> all right. Um, okay. That's it. We will uh, talk so to you guys. So everybody be safe out there. Wear your masks. Yeah, wear your masks. You know. It's hot. Uh, yeah. And um, don't get sick. And don't get depressed. And if you are already depressed... I don't know. Listen to the podcast. Listen to the podcast. And if you get sick, don't go out of the house. Stay home. That's right. <clears throat> Josh went and got tested again today. I did today, this morning. So we'll find out in a couple of days if he's negative or positive. And if it can transmit through the podcast. I've heard that. Through the waves. Yeah. That's the uh, WHO said that came out with that statement last week. Don't listen to anybody on the radio because... Or watch TV because it could be transferred. Spread the COVID. That's right. All right, sign us off. All right, very good. Mm-hmm.